0: Coming to you live from Rob's living room, it's the Mike and Rob Podcast. And now, here are your hosts, Mike and
1: Rob.
0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Mike and Rob Podcast. This is episode number 21.
1: 21!
0: Thanks, Count.
2: Ah, ah, ha.
0: Ah, ah, ha.
2: No, I didn't that's, say that. I said I ah, ah ah ah. I've
0: got it recorded right here.
2: Yeah, well, then you'll hear me say ah ah ah. There's it says ah. ah ah ha. That doesn't make any sense,
0: listeners. It's right in the beginning of the episode, so just go right back to
2: it. it check it be, out. I don't know why I would have said that. <laughs> it doesn't. I don't know why you've heard
0: that. Uh, today is um well, it is the date that is today, and that would be the eleventh of August.
2: A date. Which will live in infamy.
0: It will. Well, it kind of will. Yeah. Um, Today, our show is dedicated to the life and wonderful artistic works of Mr. Robin Williams. Who, Sir Robin Williams. I don't know that that's true.
2: I think he, I'm pretty sure he was knighted.
0: You can't if you're By an California. American. Okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. I shouldn't have even argued it. That's just <laughs> by
2: the Knights of Columbus.
0: <laughs> um, So yeah, we just found out that he died earlier today. We found out that he died sometime this morning. Yeah. Um, Coroner's report, early report or whatever it was, was uh, death by asphyxiation. So maybe a hanging, maybe something more kinky, but I don't think so. Yeah. So I'm kind of shame.
2: That's weird how like that happens to people, like people and his his his, medium, uh, his yeah, his craft. I mean, just you know those comedic actors, but. I don't know. The more I thought about it, the more I felt like maybe the depression kind of made sense. Yep. Which is why he was working so hard to be a comedian. He By liked the to way, make people laugh, and I, that made him feel good about himself. I'm Mike. That's Rob over there.
0: Just oh, yeah. for introductions. Any of these podcasts could be somebody's first podcast. So Yeah,
2: but if you're starting on 21, I mean, come on.
0: So You never know. Sometimes people like to start out by checking out the latest version.
2: Yeah, but they're never going to understand what's going on if they All can the context. drop in now. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the serial nature it's of like our show s- it's like you starting just with
0: uh, the, the fourth Dirty Harry movie or something like that. Yeah,
2: exactly. Or like, I'm just going to go see Expendables 3, even though <laughs> I haven't seen the first two. Like, you're just not going to get it. <laughs> What's, What's get? the Explosions? relationship between Stallone's character and Willis's character? Uh, actually, I guess Willis isn't going to be in the movie, is he?
0: No, because he's greedy and lazy.
2: Well, I heard Bruce Willis is a good
0: jerk. That's what... The quote was that Stallone said Bruce Willis was greedy and lazy.
2: Well, I mean that doesn't greedy and lazy does not a jerk make.
0: Oh, I think it does. Don't be greedy and lazy, or I'm gonna think you're a jerk. Oh, okay. Um Anyway, uh yeah, we found out he died today, uh, Robin Williams, and um I just kind of think we should cover some of our favorite things that we've he's done or how we got into should, his life and stuff like that. Or should we play his. the
2: the movie game at some point? See how oh. many movies we can come up with that were the yeah. Williams was in. I mean, we could dive right into But
0: I think we could dive right into that one. Oh yeah. Um. So let's see. Um. I was gonna say this though. Uh. The way I found out about it today was kind of interesting.
2: Mm-hmm. Um. Did you get an email from your mom, like n- me? No. Oh. Okay. I got an
0: email from your mom. <laughs> really? <laughs> no. She was just saying hi. Oh no! I'm just kidding. She does send me emails once in a blue. I wouldn't moon. put it
1: past her. <laughs>
0: um, no, I was uh, I was sitting at Starbucks. I was trying to work, and then this I got in this conversation with this guy named Taylor, who uh, ended up sitting next to me. And you know, I switched tables with him so he could plug in his phone because there's never enough outlets at starbucks
2: <laughs> never so, it's not like our kitchen
0: no oh you have you have them all over the place oh Every there's two like feet. there's like
2: 14 outlets in our <laughs> kitchen it's ridiculous
0: everybody's fighting over outlets at starbucks it's kind of almost a joke but you should bring um, your own
2: power strip <laughs> come on
0: everybody over here
2: <laughs> just be like can i just i'll just plug it right back in just real quick just and then yeah. plug it in and then there's like five more and just be like party over here like, baby Power party, bitches.
0: (laughs) I'd be the most popular guy at Starbucks.
2: Oh, yeah, the guy brought a power strip. So I'm talking with
0: this guy. He's actually a pretty young guy, maybe in his early 20s, and he's uh, an aspiring comedian himself. So we were talking, and we ended up talking for like two hours, but one of the things we were talking about right at this moment was about how uh, there's a dark side to creative people. And we we were even citing stuff like Van Gogh being so depressed that he chopped his own ear off and basically did some weird thing because of a girl and all this stuff and yeah and how artists do have uh, it seems like really creative people have either a dark past a trauma in their past yeah or they oh, just man. suffer I mean, from depression and things like that any of
2: the A or like rock and roll stars from the seventies Janis Joplin uh, well
0: are. Yeah, I mean, people who got into drugs—I don't know if I'd put it in that same category because they yeah, were that, partying. I
2: mean, they got into drugs for a reason. I mean, because I don't they think were partying. it was. I don't know that it was just partying.
0: I'd say there's more. Somebody like Kurt Cobain, maybe taking his own life—that yeah. sort of.
2: Okay, thing. maybe that's a better example. Um,
0: but I think there are people who have seriously dark pasts um, that have used their creativity and their. Um, their art forms, whatever whether it's acting or making music or whatever, and that's their outlet to escape the pain of whatever they've dealt with or are yeah, co- the continually way of not, dealing. Not with. thinking about it, yeah, uh, and it, it's to counteract the effects of that stuff. And Robin Williams obviously had some of that, but what was really weird is that we were talking about it right when I got a message from my friend Mike on Facebook: "R.I.P. Robin Williams," and I was like, "Holy shit!" So we were. I mean, I turned and showed this guy. I was like, dude, look at this. It says Robin Williams died. I brought up an article that actually talked about it. And so we were verifying it, basically. But it was just really weird that we were talking for like 10 minutes, 15 minutes, about the dark side of creative people mm-hmm. and then find out that this is a potential suicide at this point. We still don't know exactly what happened. And we may never really figure it out. But um, personally, I think it's not something most people even want to focus on. It's like let's just celebrate his life and all the cool funny yeah. awesome things he did. Um okay, so give it a give it a shot, hot shot. What do you got for Robin Williams movies?
2: For Robin Williams movies? Let's just
0: dive right into this game. This well, is called let's... this is again I'll I'll reiterate, we've stolen this game from Doug Benson and his show um the uh Doug loves movies podcast and the game is called Last Man Stanton. They named it after um, what's the actor? Stanton. Um,
2: I don't know. There's no actor named Stanton.
0: Yes, there. Well, not the first name. Um, why can't I think of his name? Henry. Henry. Henry
2: Dean Stanton? Harry Dean Stanton. Harry. Yeah. Yes. So it's why named, they after, named him? It after him
0: because he was one of the first people that played it on their show or something like that. Huh? And it okay. was about going around to the last man standing. Uh, but they named it after him because he was huh. there.
2: I wonder if it was kind of an impromptu thing that they just started doing yeah. and then.
0: Well, I think they had a, I think it's got a couple names, but that's the one name I remember the game by. Okay. So I'll let you start.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, I'll just get one of the easy ones out of the way and say Mrs. Doubtfire. Good morning, Vietnam. Uh, Night at the Museum.
0: I want to say the sequel, but I want to get the title right.
2: <laughs> so
0: I might leave that to you, but I'll say Flubber. The uh, The remake. He made. It wasn't the original.
2: Um, I was trying to save some of these for later, but right, I'm already starting to run out crazy with this topic with this actor. Just close your eyes but and imagine. Goodwill Hunting. Um, Hook. That's a good one. Um, now,
0: there's a controversy on Doug Loves movies. He hates that movie. He thinks it's a horrible movie. Why? He just thinks it's stupid. What Where do you else think? would Did we you like have gotten the word
2: bangarang from, though? It would have never been made without that movie. <laughs> and
0: you wouldn't have said it just now.
2: Right. Wow. Yeah. And, I mean, no one would have said it. No one would have used this awesome word. Do you,
0: when you watch the movie now, do you go, oh, this is stupid? Or do you actually enjoy it? If no, I still it enjoy it. Yeah. We were kids when we saw it, though. So it was, maybe yeah. it would be different if we were 10 years older like he is.
2: I'll go with Jack Ooh, to continue the game.
0: Uh. I will go with toys.
2: Bicentennial Man.
0: I'm gonna go with I'm trying to think of some early movies, but I'll go with One Hour Photo.
2: Ooh, that's a good one. I forgot about that one. Mm-hmm. Well, keeping in line with him playing psychos, we'll go with Insomnia. Death to Smoochie. Death to Smoochie. I for I never saw that actually. I shouldn't say I forgot he was in that when it I it was never good. Saw I that, went and but. saw
0: it in the theater, and they dropped the audio out for about five minutes. Really? It would be fucking crazy. I bet. They should have given free movie passes to everybody for that. You
2: should have gone back and demanded a refund. <laughs> Maybe. You could have. Yeah. They don't give refunds for anything. It, it keeps me up every
0: night. I can't go to sleep because I didn't get those <laughs> $7 back. I bet it does. I bet it does. <laughs> that,
2: that must have been really difficult for you.
0: All right. What you got?
2: Um, Death to Smoochie in your face. Oh, you said that to Smoochie already. Um, i'm saying um here Seriously. that's not a movie that robin williams um, is in
0: oh, and you're mispronouncing up
2: <laughs> what about movies with where he did voiceovers Is that count? yeah i think that counts okay no uh, um <laughs> now i still have to think of one are you serious yeah i've just... got
0: like three in mind already
2: do you really yeah god damn i'm gonna i'm getting crushed here <laughs> uh Night at the Museum too. Nope. What's the name <laughs> of it? M- Museumier?
0: <laughs> no, I think it's like...
2: M- I'm sorry, Museumier.
0: Um, it's Smithsonian Adventure or something like that because it's oh, at a different yeah. museum.
2: Because it's in the Smithsonian.
0: Right. I'll, I'll allow it though. Night at the Museum too, because I can't think of it either. Okay.
2: But that's not how they do it on Doug Loves Movies. I know. And how, nor how we should do it here, but, but whatever. Since i the two of us, <laughs> can't remember more than ten movies that he's in.
0: Right, come on, you got to you got okay. You did that one, um, Aladdin.
2: Oh yeah, voiceover, uh,
0: kind of his biggest animated role ever.
2: Patch Adams.
0: Good, that's a good one. Um,
2: I was that was the one I was trying to think of, and I couldn't remember the name for the longest time.
0: Dead Poets Society. Ooh, yeah,
2: really good one.
0: I've got some old ones that I'm trying to think um, of. And I'm saving my other animated ones for a little later.
2: <laughs> come on. I can't be I can't be done already. Nope. I can't be done already. It's I'll bet you have way too easy. a
0: DVD of one of the movies that you're not mentioning. Oh, uh
2: what dreams may come.
0: Nice. Very good. Um I'm gonna go with Cadillac Man.
2: Oh, I just saw that. Did you? Yeah. And you didn't even think of that. I literally just saw it. and I didn't even think of it. <laughs> um, Take that. Good Morning Vietnam already been yep, said. Yep, that was
0: the first one I said.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That was,
0: I think, one of the first movies where I went, oh, this is a guy named Robin Williams. Like, it's the first one I remember. That came out when we were, like, in first or second grade. Really? Yeah. And I remember, you know, what I remember is that... uh not the Challenger, but some, some spaceship that went up after that. They did something where it was good, like Explorer or something like that, and mm. somebody called, patched into them, and they were doing it live on TV. And they somebody yelled, "Good morning, Explorer," or whatever it was, like yeah, in a reference, like that, in, in a reference, in the reference the to movies. that movie. And everybody knew what that movie was, even in first and second grade.
2: Huh? Pretty crazy. Yeah, that's come on. Kind of the turn? effect he had on everybody. It's your turn. You're yeah, stalling. It's my turn. Uh oh, oh, The World According to Garp. Nice. That's a good one. That was eighties, right? Yeah, late eighties.
0: Okay. Um Yeah, I'm trying to go back to like Mork and Mindy
2: days, but we can't yeah, do TV shows. I, I can't get I can't get anything uh, out of the seventies except Mork and Mindy. The Fisher King. Oh I, I was trying to think of another, I knew there was another one of those Dead Poet Society type, type movies. movies and yeah. I just, all I could come up with was with honors, and I'm like, no, that's, that's Joe it. Pesci. <laughs> um Well
0: that was he was a homeless crazy guy in that movie. Yeah, basically. In the Fisher King. Him and Jeff Bridges, right?
2: I guess, yeah. Joe Pesci played a homeless guy in the With Honors movie oh. too. That's I guess that's <laughs> what oh, was throwing okay. me off. Okay. Oh come on, there's gotta be more. I mean, I, I could technically say Night at the Museum 3 since nope. they finished shooting.
0: Well, no, you got it's got to already have been released.
2: Already have been released. Yeah, huh? no upcoming project. No more cheater. cheater By the flicks. way,
0: the best thing about him dying of all the wonderful things. No, it's just the only <laughs> good thing, maybe. You know
2: what the coolest thing about Robin Williams dying was?
0: <laughs> the, it is. The, no sequel to Mrs. Doubtfire.
2: Yeah, because he's signed on for that.
0: Yeah, it said he, it said it was announced and now it's been taken off of
2: IMDB. And now it is deed. Yep. Um I think I'm running on empty. I know there's going to be a hundred of them where I'm just like I can't believe I yeah. didn't think of that.
0: Okay, so let's let's think about it here. How many more
2: do you got? I'm done. Um, I'm I'm throwing in the towel here. You quitter. Okay,
0: so I've got Happy Feet
2: Oh yeah, I forgot about that one.
0: I didn't even see it, but I know he did like yeah, the part main of it. cool penguin guy. Yeah, he did one of the penguin voices. One of the um older, wiser penguins. Mm-hmm. Um Happy Feet 2. <laughs> yep. Uh Happier um, Feet. Let's see. Because uh, he did He did do a couple films. Oh, uh World's Greatest Dad was Oof, one of the more oh, recent I remember that one. It was a recent one and it was kind of a dark one. RV was it yeah. another dumb comedy one he did? Yep. Jumanji?
2: Oh, Jumanji. How could I forget Jumanji? It's a classic. Yeah.
0: Um And I, I
2: can't mentioned believe I forgot Jumanji. That's a yeah. great one.
0: Um God, now I might be running down to the end of it here. Uh god, he did so many movies though. Yeah, he did. And this is going to be like when we did Tom Cruise but it didn't get recorded. And we for some reason we didn't say Top Gun or something like that. No, we must have said No, that we map. didn't we didn't say it was Bor- the Keanu Reeves one where we didn't say speed, and I'm like, that yeah. was the one that put him on the map.
2: Yeah, pretty much. Uh, well, I don't know. In my opinion, it was always Bill and Ted's excellent adventure that put him on the map, but Right, that's true. But that made him like a big star, star with speed.
0: Sure. Um, okay. Robin Williams. Robin Williams. I'm trying to think of like the last movie he might have made, but Um, Oh, oh, I got one. It's a cameo voiceover of like a character, but it's in a live action movie. What? It's a live action movie, but he does the voice of a character. It's not Bicentennial Man or something stupid like that.
2: Okay. That one was pretty stupid.
0: This is a controversial film. A lot of people don't like it. It's a Steven Spielberg film. Okay. Okay. And Spielberg, Gosh. only the only movie you'll oh. see Robin Williams in of Steven Spielberg's is Hook, but he did a voice in a movie later. Are
2: you trying to like hint me into yeah, guessing yeah. it? Yes. Oh.
0: <laughs> you're like, I was ready to it. I'm just take sitting here
2: like with my mind turned off, waiting for you to <laughs> Go just on. say it. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Uh you're still I don't, I don't AI. Know. What? Who did he do the voice so, of?
0: So there's this one weird scene where he goes to an Einstein-y type character that's a virtual oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember virtual that. wizardy character. Uh-huh. And Robin Williams did the voice of that guy. Yeah. So I'll say AI. Um, trying to remember what else he could have been a voice in or something because he did do a few voiceovers. Um, I'm sure he
2: did a lot of voiceovers. I mean, okay, he had that we, kind of voice.
0: I guess it's time for me to throw in the towel, too, because that's the last. Part. So I obviously won clearly <laughs> All right, let's check this out. Let's go to the IMDb for Robin Williams. We'll go back to the beginning of his career here. Um 1980, 1977. Oh god. 77. Uh, yeah, we well, we're going to see stuff where we didn't even know. Like he probably had like almost no no real role in it. Uh, yeah. He played a lawyer in a movie called Can I Do It Till I Need Glasses? <laughs> Question mark. Is that about masturbating? I don't know. Can I do Actually, it till I go let's blind? Check. Let's check. Uh, 1977 animated film, a comedy, com- a comedy comprised of short sexually suggestive skits. Yeah, I guess so. And it looks like it might be animated. I'm not sure. Um, he was on the Richard Pryor show. He was on Laughing. He was on Eight Is Enough. These are all TV series. Mork and Mindy was of one of those. Oh, Robert Altman movie, 1980. Uh, I don't know. Also starred, co-starred, Um, I think it was George Carlin. You got me, man. It was like a, a bit part at the end, but uh, co-starred with Shelley Duvall. Oh, Popeye. That's right.
2: Oh, yeah. I totally forgot about that. I
0: think a lot of people tried to forget about that.
2: It wasn't that bad. Yeah, he fights, it's just, he fights a giant octopus in the end of yep. the movie. <laughs> totally redeems himself. Um.
0: So Morgan Mindy was 78 to 82, and then he did The World According to Garp, which you mentioned. Um when was Garp. He was in a movie called The Survivors in nineteen eighty three.
2: When was Garp? Was that eighty two also? Eighty two, yes. Wow. I thought it was way later than that. Um The Survivors. I don't know that
0: one. It's from 83. Moscow on the Hudson. Do you know that?
2: I, yeah. I, I've never seen it, but I remember. He played Vladimir Ivanov. Yeah. Um, and he was doing a Russian accent. And he's doing very flamboyantly. And he's singing yes, all yes. those Coming down like this. And then going way up high.
0: <laughs> uh, he was in a movie in 86
2: called The Best of Times. Nope. Don't know that one. Club Paradise. Nope. Seize the Day uh i don't think
0: so cadillac man's gotta
2: be coming up pretty soon here
0: good morning vietnam was 87 uh he had a small part as
2: the king of the moon in oh my god how did i forget that the adventures of baron munchausen that's right that's one of your favorites it is terry gilliam man great flick um i forgot about him being the the king of the moon he was
0: uncredited in a movie called portrait of a white marriage as the air conditioning salesman (laughs) (laughs) um dead poet society cadillac man awakenings was a big one for him as well yeah uh he played a doctor in dead again which i think had um is that a serious Kenneth Branagh yeah it was about past lives uh meeting you know people from two two people from past lives meeting again in future lives huh okay um shakes the clown. Do you know that movie? I've heard of it. It is uh I think Bobcat Goldthwaite wrote and directed that's it. That's right. And it's starring him and um Julie Brown. I mean it starts Downtown stars... Julie Brown? No, that's oh. wubba wubba wubba. This is <laughs> Julie Brown with the big white boobs. Um Bobcat Goldthwaite plays shakes the clown, but uh Robin Williams plays the mime class instructor. And he's Credited as Marty Fromage, <laughs> so I guess he didn't. He probably did it for scale or something like that. Um, The Fisher King, Hook, we did pretty good actually. Yeah, better he, than Tom Cruise. He was a voice on um, Fern Gully, The Last Rainforest. Okay, Batty, Batty Coda, I kind of remember that. Uh, the genie and the merchant in Aladdin. I don't remember him. They just had him fill in for one last. Yeah, probably. Toys, Mrs. Doubtfire. Being human. Um, is this the one? I, don't know. I did not see this one. Um, Bill Forsyth wrote and directed a movie where one man must learn the meaning and of courage across four lifetimes centuries apart. Huh. So he he seemed to be into multiple lives and such. Um he did a couple TV things, and then he was in the movie Nine Months as the doctor.
2: Hmm. I don't remember that. I didn't see nine months.
0: I didn't either, but I I may have seen parts of it. But it's Julianne Moore oh.
2: and um, Hugh Grant. Is that the one where Hugh Grant is charmingly befuddled in I'm the movie? Absolutely
0: charmingly befuddled. Uh, to Wong Fu, he was uncredited as John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. To Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. Okay. Uh, guess I could have said he was in the sequel to Aladdin that went straight to DVD or actually video. Yeah. Uh, oh. Okay, so we said Jumanji. I said Jumanji. The birdcage.
2: Oh, yeah. That was that a, was big a one.
0: huge role for him. People, Some people I hope, I think. I hope
2: somebody out there was listening to this and shouting, shouting that.
0: Shouting birdcage. Birdcage, you fuckers! You're heads. For some reason, instead, you named Jack, <laughs> which was the same year. Yeah. Um, but Aladdin and the Cage. Because that of was thieves, the one.
2: No, 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 yeah. I saw them both. I shouldn't say that. Was
0: Aladdin the and time. the King of Thieves was the same year as well. So Jafar
2: loses his glasses. <laughs> These straight-to-DVD Disney movies um, are horrible.
0: There was a movie called The Secret Agent. It sounds like not hmm. a very good movie. Yeah, probably um, not. And he was uncredited in that one. Um, Hamlet. All the Okay, so in Kenneth Branagh's Hamlet in 1996, he played Ostrich, um, a very small part. Um
2: huh. I wonder if it's because of the work he did in Dead Again.
0: Yeah, he might have just been down with the Branagh. Or the um, other way around. He was in an. He was uncredited in an episode of Friends in 1997. Huh. Father's Day. I kind of remember that one. Yeah,
1: it was with Billy Crystal.
0: That's right. That's right. Um. Deconstructing Harry. Did you ever see that one? Uh,
2: Kind of. Same year,
0: 1997. It's a Woody Allen movie. And, of course, it had like... It's an ensemble cast. It's got like 20 people in it. Yeah. Um, and he played Mel. Then we did name Flubber and Goodwill Hunting. Um What Dreams May Come, we mentioned Patch Adams, Jacob the Liar. Hmm. I did not see this one. I didn't either. But I've seen this cover on like a million. You know, DVD oh, boxes. Yeah, like it.
2: some kind of Holocaust movie or something. Uh
0: 1944, Poland, a Jewish shopkeeper named Jacob is summoned to ghetto headquarters after being caught out near curfew. Uh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yada, yada.
2: <laughs> blah, 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 blah.
0: Bicentennial man, AI, as Dr. No, K-N-O-W. Voice. One-hour photo we mentioned. We did pretty good. Death to Smoochie, insomnia. Um... The Final Cut, I did not see. That's from 2004. Hmm. Um, And was another one of those kind of dark, not even dark comedies, but dark films, dark movies. House of D. He kind of started going back into doing uh, independent films or or smaller Mm -hmm. budget kind of things. Um, That's why I
2: couldn't think of anything he's done in the last 10 years.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much it. He was a voice of... Aside uh,
2: from the Night of the Museum movies. Right,
0: and we haven't even gotten to those yet. Um, Robots, the movie, the animated movie that oh, came yeah. out. He was a character named Fender. Mm-hmm. Uh The Big White, two thousand five. I don't even think I've heard of that one.
2: Wait, he played a character named Fender?
0: Yeah, not Bender.
2: Yeah, that's a ripoff. <laughs> that's a total ripoff. <laughs> kind of looked Bender. like
0: Bender too, in a, a little bit. RV, yeah, I mentioned.
2: That's a ripoff of me. <laughs>
0: I mentioned the movie RV. He was in. He was a voice uncredited in a movie called Everybody Everyone's Hero. Uh, Man of the Year. I did not mention. I kind of remember that one where a comedian who hosts a news satire program, kind of like Jon Stewart, decides to run for president and a computerized voting machine malfunctions and gets him elected. Hmm. It's got a 6.1 out of 10 on IMDb. Ooh. Happy Feet, Night at the Museum. I believe you said a night at the museum. You're
2: wrong. Uh, I, I'd like to hear
0: the recording on that. Uh, License to Wed, August Rush. I don't know these movies. Shrink? 2009, World's Greatest Dad I Named. Ah, Night at the Museum, colon, Battle of the Smithsonian.
2: Oh, okay. I was close. Battle of or battle at?
0: It says of. Oh, okay. Uh, Old Dogs.
2: Oh, yeah, with John Travolta and Martin yeah. Lawrence.
0: God, Happy Feet 2. Uh, he was in an episode of Wilfred. You said you've been watching that one? Yeah, you know, I saw I that it. one.
2: That was... It was an episode of Louie too.
0: Right. That was the next thing he did. That was the same year. Um, And then he was in a couple movies. He was in the big wedding as father Moynihan. This looks like it was a pretty bad. Oh, I kind of remember him being in this and everyone was like, oh, why are you doing these stupid movies? <laughs> uh, Long divorce couple fakes being married as their family unites for a wedding. And it's just a big Robert De Niro, Diane Keaton, Catherine Heigl, a bunch of big names. And then him as the wacky, um,
2: Wacky a The wacky
0: priest guy. Uh, Lee Daniels, the butler. He played Eisenhower.
2: Hmm, I didn't see that.
0: President Eisenhower. I didn't see that either. Um, the Face of Love. Again, I didn't hear about it, but that's because he was doing smaller films. Um, and then the last two he did was one called Boulevard. Let's see if I can. It's a kind of a short film, it's 88 minutes, under 90 minutes. A devoted husband in a marriage of convenience is forced to confront his secret life, and it's him, Bob Odenkirk, and Kathy Baker, whom I do not know. Hmm. But it got a 6.9 out of 10. It's not better. Terrible. Yeah. That's better. And That's a fresh tomato. And then he played. Mm, I'm not sure it is.
2: It's not 100% certified, but it's. it's yeah, a, I think it's like it's, it's not. It's rotten. like 66%, 65%, right. where it starts to go rotten.
0: And I think 70 is 70 and above is uh certified fresh okay uh and the last film that was completed uh when he died meaning post-production was over and maybe that it got released was called the angriest man in brooklyn hmm. um 2014 he is one of the main lead it's him mila kunis peter dinklage hmm. and melissa leo cool. um it's about a curmudgeonly man who is mistakenly told that he has 90 minutes to live by his doctor and promptly sets out to reconcile with his wife, brother, and friends in the short time he believes he has left. It's kind of like that Simpsons episode. So you're going to die. Mm-hmm. Because Homer eats the fugu.
2: <laughs> fugu Fug-
0: Poison, poison, poison. Ah, tasty fish. <laughs> uh, and then he had a few uh, in post-production. Night at the Museum's Secret of the Tomb. So I guess he did film his parts for that. Merry Friggin' Christmas is a movie that's in post-production. Um, which, I don't know. I don't know any of the other names in it. Um, and then...
2: That's probably not important.
0: Probably, probably another one of those small indie films. And then the very last thing it has on here for release in 2015 is a movie called Absolutely Anything, which he does the voice of Dennis the Dog. That's oh. all I know about it cuz I'm not going to open it up and read it.
2: Yeah. Anyway, uh what long the long history of movies. We actually which we did really well on did I Did
0: very well. Uh for just two people cuz sometimes when there's more people you have a higher chance of everybody yeah. remembering things.
2: Somebody would have remembered Jumanji. I did. Not until you read the list. No, I said Jumanji. Did you?
0: Yeah. Um <laughs> so what was your first movie that you got to know Robin Williams from?
2: Um I'll tell you, though, it was Good Morning Vietnam, but it wasn't really the movie. It was the soundtrack. Because my parents used to play the soundtrack in their car because it had a lot of their favorite, like, 60s songs. Right. Um, or early 70s. By Martha and the Vandellas. Yes! <laughs> like Oh, so it had, like, the parts. Yeah, in between the songs, like, it had his little radio bits that he was doing to in, the songs. in between them. And so that's kind of how I got introduced to that. Um I just remember one of my really good neighbor friends, Matt Cooper, like he, he and his family were really into Robin Williams movies. So we still, you know, we just, you know, Good Morning Vietnam was their favorite, huh. which I'm surprised i still never saw. But
0: I'm trying to think if there was because I think I knew him because I didn't even see it came out in 1987. I didn't see the movie in the theater. Uh, good. Good Morning Vietnam. Yeah. But. There was a lot of like I don't know if they put out a single for some song that was on that soundtrack. Yeah, but the sound it was known for its soundtrack for sure. Yeah, um, especially to kids who didn't see the movie. Yeah, there were a lot of really good you know good classic. classic songs on yeah. there, um, and um, and I think I was seeing a lot of either something on MTV that like they made a video for an old song or
2: something like that. Huh. Okay.
0: And or maybe it, it something was released to market that movie. And then I think I got, Oh, this is a funny guy. Yeah. And I'm trying, maybe it wasn't until hook that I actually figured out who he was. Like saw him in a movie.
2: Yeah. Because as far back as I can remember, say it like the pigeon, (laughs) as far back as I can remember, (laughs) Robin Williams had always been a staple in my comedic (laughs) viewings. I I mean, just seriously though, like he, he's always been like, a hilarious guy and i don't remember what it was that i saw that you know what i saw
0: and maybe you did too did you watch nick at night when you were a kid
2: not really okay so i, I know he was on he was on laughing well
0: he was on mork and mindy and they played that in reruns or on nick at night or something like that yeah maybe that maybe it was on I nickelodeon him. maybe they're yeah. like
2: this is a good enough show for kids i just remember it being on just general reruns
0: maybe that's all it was but but I, I also
2: kinda remember, like, as a kid, like seeing it and being like, "Oh, it's not some cartoon like uh, bummer
0: live action this yeah.
2: sucks sitcom <laughs> when you're like six years old, the jokes in a sitcom should go over your head mostly. Well,
0: I don't remember everything about that show was was, was more I more don't know
2: f- either. I used to skip it
0: or, oh, you okay, I was just trying I just to figure remember out, Nanu Nanu, yeah, I was just trying to figure out if um." Mork and Mindy were like, you know, hooking up. Or if there, if there was an arc in that, I don't direction. know that they could. Yeah, we don't know what the anatomy of an an orc, orkian. Was it an orkian? He's from orc. He's Mork from Ork. Yeah, orkian.
2: <laughs> yeah, orkling. <laughs> orkling.
0: I always thought that was so weird that if we, are if you know, Martians are from people from Mars are Martians, people from Venus are Venusians, and things like that, but. People well, from, like,
2: people from Earth are just Earthlings. Yeah, but how are they? Are we we couldn't be Earthans. I just, sounds...
0: I'm just saying, it's yeah, it's a weird Earthans. Earth Earthans. Yeah. Know,
2: one thing I hear in video games and stuff is Terrans. But
0: yeah, Terra being the Latin word for Earth, Earth, yeah. ground. Yeah, solid
2: ground. Sure. I think he calls he calls them uh, in the movie Guardians of the Galaxy. They call Chris Pratt's character a Terran at some point in the movie. Yeah, maybe maybe that was true. Yeah,
0: so yeah, that was so. By the way, cutting away from the the um, Robin Williams chat for a minute, I wanted to have seen and given a review now for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles twenty fourteen. Okay, uh, I haven't seen it yet, so I'm bummed.
2: You're probably better for it.
0: No, look, everybody's like everybody's saying, it's look,
2: going to suck. I promise. I promise you. I bet you ten dollars. I bet you $10 well, that when you come t- out of there, it's going you're going to be disappointed.
0: No, I because I don't have high hopes for it anyway,
2: so I'm not going to be so disappointed. So why go see it?
0: Because I am a Ninja Turtles fan from way back, like hardcore. I'm a
2: Ninja Turtle fan too, no, but no, that's no, exactly why
0: I'm not going to see it. You didn't read all the comics when you were a kid. And that should be draw make it even them, more
2: reason why you sh- you don't want to go see this Draw new movie them and send in. Li- I drew them. Send, don't. Don't tell me I didn't I, draw any Ninja Turtles. I, I drew, drew characters some Ninja Turtles okay? and sent
0: the drawings into the comic book and got a letter back. It was freaking awesome, or it was like a postcard. They stop
2: sent sending us drawings; <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're horrible. You suck, kid. We usually try to encourage children, but you, we need you to stop for Please, all of, for the good for of the man love kind. of God. Uh, no, it was very encouraging, and I still I have it somewhere in my uh, in my bedroom. I I found it after like twenty years, and I put it on my little bulletin board, the little thing they sent me back. I'm like, it'd be cool if they sent the picture back, too, because now that's gone. I don't even remember what it looked like. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I
2: remember you saying that the comic books actually were pretty cool. Like The they graphic
0: were... the Ninja Turtles graphic novels that Eastman and Laird did were pretty hardcore. They were dark, violent, um, just surreal, totally cyberpunk and surreal. And then they got the cartoon. Is that where Bebop
2: and Rocksteady came from? No, actually, I don't think they, they seem like in they that. were pretty cyberpunk.
0: They were actual punk. Yeah, cyberpunk is a little well, maybe I don't know. But anyway, yeah, maybe it was. Um, I mean, cyberpunk was a, a genre of uh, comic book in the '80s, and that was kind of everybody was doing. Did something they even like have that.
2: Bebop and Rocksteady in this movie? No, I don't think so. Why not? <laughs> Why can't there be a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Well, movie that's what with, we thought. With Bebop and Rocksteady. That's what in we it.
0: thought they were going to have in ten, in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two. Yeah, the but they Secret had some the stupid snapping, then, snapping
2: turtle and a wolf or something. I mean,
0: it was Toka and Razar.
2: Yeah, of course. <laughs> Let's not have Bebop and Damn Rocksteady. Damn
0: babies. <laughs> babies! babies!
2: Babies.
0: Uh, yeah, he's screaming that they're babies. Sh- Shredder finds out that they were babies all along. Oh, and he's like pissed off. He's like, "Damn babies!"
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh But anyway, I know this movie is not going to be on model for what I grew up with. I get that. I get that they're changing it up, morphing them into new faces and maybe even changing the character aspects a bit you know or completely
2: changing the backstories
0: i hope they're not completely changing it but they might they might have changed it a bit
2: so they we'll were see. actually just born that way there was no mutagen involved
0: <laughs> well no he, they do admit that they do say in the trailers that they're mutants there there's parts where it says
2: in the title of the movie that they're mutant.
0: Right. There's that too. <laughs> it's interesting though, the, the marketing for it, they've made the teenage mutant part really small and then ninja turtles really big. Huh. So they it's all I think
2: we're not supposed to focus on the fact that they're teenage or mutants.
0: Um it's kind of like I think they wanted the the nickname Ninja Turtles to just catch on. And it's like kids. It already always, has caught on. Yeah, you don't need to do that, but uh, they definitely pulled away from the old cartoon logo that they used over and over in the movies from the 80s, from the 90s, I mean. And uh, anyway, I just haven't seen it yet, but hopefully by the next show or two, I will uh, have seen it. And if not, then I'll just gloss over it briefly and we won't talk about it much because I'd like to keep the movie reviews current.
2: <laughs> so when we talk again, I'll be like, hey, Mike, how how is that Ninja Turtles movie? And you'll be like. Yeah, I'll say it it was
0: awesome. Give me 10 bucks.
2: (laughs) Yeah, you're (laughs) so low. I
0: think I think. Well, first of all, Michael Bay didn't direct this one. He wasn't personally overseeing every single shot and directing the action and directing the actors and things like that. Um, I'm not proud of the casting they did. Um, I think it was interesting that uh, what's the guy from Arrested Development that's in this movie? Um, Which one?
2: Which guy from the rest of development? The brother. Job or... Job. Job? Uh, Will Arnett? Yes, Will He's Arnett plays
0: okay. Vernon
2: Oh, well, from the that, cartoons. That's a good cast. Yeah,
0: so they actually did go to the cartoons. He was never really a character in the comic books. Because um, they, they once the cartoons came out, they did then change the, the monthly uh, comic books to reflect more of the cartoons. But they they made it for a little bit older kids than the cartoons were, which was really cool. Cause I kind of already outgrown the stupidness of some of the episodes and the premises of the cartoon, even though they were still fun and I still watched them. They were just, they -hmm. were dumbed down a little bit. The comics didn't dumb it down. They actually spoke to kids respectfully and they, uh, they taught them things about Eastern philosophy and things like that. Splinter would go into actually teaching them things about ninjutsu and, Asian culture and things like that so it was it was actually kind of cool to see that um but to me it was about drawing I was really into yeah
2: now drawing. it's about pizza
0: <laughs> well it was kind of always about pizza too
2: <laughs> I thought I heard in the comics that they didn't they didn't use to eat pizza like it, no, there was never really any mention of pizza. I mean not
0: not in the not in the original again the graphic novels that that you can find today of the original I don't know three or four books of the Ninja Turtles where it's all black and white. Maybe they have some color, but it's I think Eastman and Laird drew these. And April is black by the way. They should do that in the next next reboot. They should just huh. go black chick cuz this is what it was in the original. Yeah. Original books. Um and Baxter Stockman was a character but he never turned into a fly and he was a black guy too. Um huh. so yeah, it was like actually reflective of the people in New York City. They actually had different colors. Interesting. So, I think uh, Baxter Stockman was a black guy in the most recent cartoon iteration. So they actually did reflect that there. Anyway, um, I don't think Robin Williams was ever in anything related to Ninja Turtles.
2: I don't think so either. (laughs) From the list of movies that you rattled off, I would say that he definitely wasn't.
0: But as I've bragged about being best friends with Judith Hogue, who played April O'Neil.
2: As well you should.
0: Yes. On Twitter, I am best friends with April O'Neil from the original Ninja Turtles movie, 1990. And she, just before that movie, was in a little film called Cadillac Man. Huh. So she did work with him. Interesting. And she posted a little something about that on Facebook. Is
2: that how this whole tangent got started?
0: Nope, but there's the oh. connection. That's the there's best, the connection. That's the best connection I can come up with.
2: That's the only connection you can come up with. <laughs>
0: Probably, unless his kids were into Ninja Turtles or something.
2: Yeah, that's that's pretty weak.
0: Um, The other story I have, I guess, about... Um, you never had any celebrity sightings of Robin Williams or anything like that. Personal run-ins?
2: No, not Robin Williams.
0: Well, the only one I have is that when I was about thirteen, so circa nineteen ninety-two or three, or f- I guess three or four. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's when I cause I turned thirteen late in the year. Um, we were we went to Tahoe's. My my aunt and uncle and their two little daughters. Uh, they took me and my sister and my cousin Allie, uh, basically, to be babysitters for the kids, but also to all go have fun in Lake Tahoe in the summertime. Yeah. And we went, you know, uh, but basically just hung out at the beach all day, but we also went parasailing and go into town and goof around and just do things for, we were there for maybe a week. And this spot where we were living in a cabin just up the street from this beach. But if you went to the actual beach and walked along a path, you would, it would go to this big house yeah, and that's an
2: area of the lake called Incline Village. That's where we vacation every been. year. It is. Uh, that's Rosie's, where his house is. Is
0: Rosie's cafe over there? Is that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So you know where I'm talking about. So he had yeah. a house right there on the beach.
2: Uh huh. And I I, we see I, he had been trying to sell it for a number of years. I think he finally did, but probably. So
0: it was just weird because we didn't know that he had that place. Maybe this was when he had it early or something like that. Maybe. Um. But. The the parents wanted to or, you know, my my aunt and uncle wanted to with some of their friends that were down in Tahoe also wanted to go to the bar and drink all night and party and stuff. So the kids would stay back at the cabin and hang out with the little kids and stuff. Yeah. um, Babysit, basically. And they came back like the first night and they're like, you'll never believe who we saw down at the bar on the, you know, on the pier. It was Robin Williams. And they go, apparently he lives right there in that big house. And so we would see his kids come out of the house during the day and like go uh-huh. play in the water and stuff. The code to their gate, one, two, three, four.
2: One, two, three, four. I'm not kidding. That's the kind of code an idiot would have on his luggage. It's the
0: kind of code I have on my luggage. Um, so that's that's something I always remembered, but I didn't get to see him there. I I always like kept looking around, but I think he kind of kept a low profile during the day and then would just come out at night.
2: <laughs> like Batman. Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> Robin hey, Williams it. is Batman.
0: I never saw them together at the same time. so
2: He should have played Wolverine. <laughs> Could have done he's it. He's so hairy. Short and he's hairy. He well, can that's do the voices. Thing, is that
0: Wolverine in the movies is not short. He's 6'2 or something like that.
2: Who? Huge Jackman? Yeah,
0: he's a big dude. In the comic books, he's a short little guy.
2: What is a huge Ackman anyway?
0: <laughs> he is. He's huge. <laughs> Um but uh here there is a connection between Robin Williams and Batman. Oh yeah. He was uh, back when Tim Burton was directing the movies. He was actually working on a third Batman movie that would eventually be Batman Forever. Okay. Taken over by Joel Schumacher, but they uh. were they were planning, I know. They were planning on doing a third one. Uh-huh. And Robin Williams was up for he was the the forerunner to play the Riddler. So if there was a chance that uh, if they had kept going with the Tim Burton version, that that movie would have been with Robin Williams. I mean, I think he walked away from it or handed it over to Schumacher, but like halfway through pre-production, like they were setting things up, but they had a script or two and he was attached to it. Not, not for sure, but, um, he was interested in doing that. So yeah. there's like fan art out there of him as the <laughs> the Riddler in the costume and everything. People make posters and stuff like fan posters. What if yeah. this movie had been made that way? What's your favorite uh, movie of Robin Williams?
2: Boy, Jumanji's up there. I like That's Jumanji. That's a really good movie. I like Jumanji Do you know a they're rebooting deal. that one? What? Yeah. They're remaking Jumanji. Why? Yeah. It's, it's not-, not old. I mean, the CGI could have been done a little better. A little but
0: better, but it's not bad. It's not that bad. It's not bad at all. Yeah, it, I mean, it's an amazingly well made film. It's funny. It's it
2: well, maybe now in light of his death, they'll have reconsider. a little respect.
0: I don't think so. Yeah, they'll go. Oh, see, now's the time. Strike while the iron's there's hot. There's money
2: to be had.
0: Yeah, this is a golden opportunity. Let's make some money.
2: <laughs> Why not just do Jumanji three or Jumanji like Did they do two Secret of the Box? Yeah,
0: what was that? Straight uh, to video.
2: Uh no, I just don't think it had Robin Williams in it, so it didn't do very well.
0: Yeah. Or uh what's her name? Yeah. Who's the girl? Kirsten Dunst.
2: Oh yeah, her. The, I thought you were talking about the the wife? The girlfriend or whatever. The no, wife, no, no, no. Yeah. Kirsten
0: Dunst was a big role in it. And yeah. Uh, the boy didn't go on to do it like anything else. A damn thing. Nothing. You know why? Because he turned into a um mouse or something. Turned into a monkey. A monkey, that's right. Um so Jumanji's uh, up there. Jumanji's
2: huh? up there a lot. Um, I don't know. I, I kind of like a lot of his more serious roles better. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big fan of him in Insomnia, even though he wasn't really I in it a like whole lot. I didn't like that movie that much. I like that movie a lot. That's a I'll Christopher Nolan yeah, movie. I'll
0: have to rewatch it. Um, I just
2: love the sense you get of like the whole movie, the way it's kind of overexposed. Throughout the whole movie just gives you that sense like you're kind of just waking up or you're just like really tired.
0: Right. Twilight all the time.
2: Yeah. And that's kind of what the Al Pacino's character is going through. Like right. he just can't sleep because he's up in Alaska and, and he's the, the, Robin the Williams... sun never sets in that that period of the year.
0: Right. So was Robin Williams like he was the bad guy in that one. Right. The guy he's yeah. hunting basically. Uh huh. Um, yeah. I need to, I saw it in the theater and that was the last time I've seen it. So I'll have to check it out again.
2: Um, yeah, it was. It's worth another look. But that one, like, obviously, Goodwill Hunting. But I wouldn't really call that a Robin Williams movie.
0: You know, but he kind of stole the show. He did. He I did. Mean, it was uh, Affleck and Damon for sure. It was the Affleck and Damon show. But he was kind of like that third support. You can't have a table on just two legs. You know, <laughs> yeah. you need at least three. And right. he was that third support that really made it uh, a really powerful. Three characters that really um, had a good dynamic. Yeah, and um, his performance in that he got an Oscar for that.
2: Did he win the Oscar? Yeah, I couldn't remember. Best
0: supporting actor for that. Um, I well think that, deserved. Yeah, for sure. I mean, especially the whole "it's not your fault" speech. Um, or scene, I should say. Yeah. Um, I actually redid a scene from that in uh film school because we had a in our directing class. Everybody got to pick one scene that they want to direct from a movie, uh, give it to the, the teacher and say and get approval to direct that scene. And I picked the scene where he first analyzes Matt Damon's character. Uh, not the first time because he doesn't say anything for like the first six, you know, interviews or whatever. Yeah. For six sessions or something like that. They, they kind of montage through them, but he doesn't say anything. He goes, time's up. And then he just walks away. But the one where he finally starts talking uh, is when Robin Williams doesn't say anything to him. He just sits there silently as well. And he looks around the room and he says something about, you know, nice, nice place. Who's your decorator or something? He starts getting kind of smart assy. And um, he, yeah, he's testing him. And yeah, he's testing him and he's pointing out things that he thinks are stupid. He's like, nice painting over here. Did you paint this yourself? And he goes, no, I wish or something like that. Um, he says it looks like a paint by... Or he says it, it's got a muddled composition here. the yeah, This like, this and this. And he goes, yeah, the bitch of it is it's a paint by numbers. Uh, no, he
2: says it's a paint by numbers.
0: Right. No, that's what, Robin, Southie. that's what Robin Williams says. I
2: know. And Robin Williams, tries, he does the Boston accent.
0: I didn't remember that. I really tried not to watch the scene. I tried to interpret the script as much as I could. So I have a, a different memory of it. <laughs> so... Um. Anyway, uh, I thought that role for him was kind of a breakthrough because people had seen him do some serious roles, awakenings, and Fisher King. Yeah, the Fisher King. But he still was doing some comedic things, and I guess he still does in Goodwill Hunting too. Um, my favorite line that he does in in that that's kind of a throwaway line, and maybe you'll remember this. Uh, Matt Damon says, "Fuck you." Oh, there's a whole there's a whole line about.
2: Yeah, he's like, "What do you want to do, Will? What do you want to do?" I want to be a shepherd. Yeah, a shepherd. I, I'm sorry, a shepherd. A shepherd. And tend to my flock. <laughs> you know, I'll just cry say something about like, you know, I'll just work the land and yeah. you know, I'll just be a shepherd. And it's so
0: like, later they get into a fight, like later that scene.
2: He kicks him out. He's just like, if you're just not gonna be serious, you're wasting my time. So get out of here. And
0: he goes, Fuck you.
2: You're kicking me out?
0: Yeah, he goes, fuck you. And he goes, You're the shepherd. <laughs> and unless you stop and think about it, because it's not one of those really obvious jokes but he turned the word you into ewe. <laughs> that's the brilliance of that like yeah. You have to think about that. <laughs> You're the shepherd. <laughs> that's I, there's no way that was in the script. There's no way. That had to be that's such uh,
2: a I don't know. That's
0: such a Robin Williams thing to say. And it's so quick and like and dirty. He does these like dirty kind of jokes but slyly kind of thing. Yeah. Um and his he also did some great stand up routines. Did you ever watch? Yeah. The well, he also stuff?
2: did. Oh, I was going to say. Um, do you remember he used to do that thing with Billy Crystal Comic and Ricky Goldberg Comic Relief every year?
0: Yeah. I wish they would still do that, actually. They could bring in lots of comics. and.
2: Yeah. I, mean, I hope it all went to a good cause. Like,
0: what was it? Her, Red Cross or something?
2: I think so. Something like that.
0: It was mostly, was it an HIV AIDS research kind of stuff or something like that?
2: Maybe. Maybe that's what it was. I, I just remember it was on HBO, so it would you could actually... But like, they, they... It wasn't censored.
0: Right, but they also made it free for people who didn't have HBO. Oh, did they? Yes, because it was for such a good cause. So you'd huh. get free HBO for just that night. Yeah. And they'd, they'd re-scramble it or whatever after... You know, <laughs> 10 minutes after you're like, we got 10 extra minutes of free HBO!
2: And unscramble. <laughs> okay, re-scramble. Yeah,
0: um... I don't know. I'm, I, I, I saw a few of the... I, I definitely loved Comic Relief when they did that. And I guess they only did it till the 90s or sometime in the 90s. Yeah. I think they started in the 80s and did it into the 90s.
2: Yeah. Um, what happened to Whoopi Goldberg, man? She used to be so she funny. She is
0: in the new Ninja Turtles movie.
2: Oh, yeah. That's she's, right. She's, well, she's on The View now, too, isn't uh, she? That's true, yeah. Um, she plays uh.
0: Burn, who was... Bernie was the boss of Channel 6 News in the cartoon. And now she's... Burn, as in Bernadette. Uh, okay, so they they gave her the the boss role. Oh, that that was interesting. We'll see how she does, but I'm I, sure it's not. I great. thought it
2: was weird that they did. They have Johnny Knoxville doing the voice of one of the Ninja Turtles, and then all the other three turtles are completely unknowns. I
0: don't know that he still did that.
2: He did Leonardo. Are you sure? Yep.
0: Because I think he was planning on, and then they kicked him out or something.
2: I don't know. Last I saw, it was voiced by Johnny Knoxville. Let so. me see
0: here. I kind of want to go see it, like, right now. Nope. <laughs> Not with you.
2: Not um, with so... Oh, you're right.
0: Leonardo d- is voiced by Johnny Knoxville.
2: I refuse to support Michael Bay's ventures. Yeah, and Bernie- in fact, I'm going to take this time Okay, to get up on my soapbox. Here, wait, ask- wait.
0: Let me, let me put it down here for you.
2: Yeah. Okay. All right, thanks. Step me- up.
0: <laughs> okay, get, now he's on his soapbox. All right.
2: And for those of you out there... Still going to see movies directed by Michael Bay. I'm not going to lie. He did have some good movies early the Rock. on. The Rock. Bad Boys. Face Off. It's
0: I thought fun. that was John Woo. Oh, you're right. Never mind. But he might have produced it. I don't know. But
2: Armageddon. The Island. Yeah. It was a good one. It was all right. It was good. I just stop going to see Michael Bay movies, people. Please. terminate Transformers 4 made like hundreds of millions of dollars <laughs> like
0: all of the money
2: <laughs> and all he does is just pander to like
0: this is the lowest common denominator it is
2: it's the this the lamest movies all he does is just put explosions in the movie and everyone just eats it up stop going stop to see michael bay movies funding this guy <laughs> stop giving him your money please and he will go away or at least be forced to change and do something good
0: yeah uh thank you <laughs> I don't think you have an unpopular opinion there.
2: Oh, it's definitely not unpopular. You but know who does the voice of Splinter? It's definitely also not the majority, apparently. Either. No. Uh,
0: do you know who does the voice of Splinter? Uh, No. Tony Shaloub.
2: Tony Shaloub? Okay. The first voice I would think of to yep. go for. Splinter. Tony Shaloub. <laughs> totally.
0: Anyway. Uh, I would yeah. have said
2: David Carradine, but he's dead.
0: Um, I wish I could... Maybe I'll have to end this episode by finding... Uh, one of my favorite stories by Robin Williams um, in a stand-up routine. It might have been the one he did in like 2002 called Live on Broadway. It went to DVD and stuff like
2: that. Is that the one where he had like a 1,000 bottles of water with him up on stage? I'm sure he
0: always did. I don't
2: know. Um, there was one where he just had a, like two flats of bottled water on a table up on stage. It was <laughs> ridiculous. I'm sure he sweats
0: like a p- or Oh, pitch.
2: he did. He did that night.
0: Actually, you can't say sweat's like a pig or sweat's Kick your like fucking a dog. Ass, Neither of those sweat.
2: I think, um, so pigs, this is a, I think pigs actually do sweat.
0: Nope, that's why they roll in mud. Huh. Keep them cool. Good to um, know. Definitely don't sweat them. like a dog.
2: It cleans them, too.
0: Um, so, yeah, this is a... Uh, it looks like a, a... What do you call it? A montage built or, or an, a, a, an edit of all the fucks in one of his stand-up performances And some
1: other swears. Fuck. Fuck <laughs> you! Fuck you, Marty. Oh, fuck. Fuck. Fucked up asshole. Fuck fucking fuck bitch bitch. Shut up, bitch oh, Fuck asshole! Fuck funny. you, motherfucker! <laughs> motherfucker bitch! Motherfucker! Oh shit! Especially oh, all the facial fuck, expressions. Fuck. fuck fucked up shit whore! Fuck bitches! Fuck shit oh, shit shit motherfuckers! Oh, fuck fucking fuck ass balls quitties! <laughs> <laughs> Penis. Fuck. Fucking.
0: Goddamn. Fucking. Okay, so that goes on for several minutes, but <laughs> um, there's a great story he tells about his his kid learning to say "fuck it." <laughs> Have you ever seen that?
2: Yeah, yeah. It's and over my there, I just "fuck
0: it, fuck it, fuck it." Yeah, he says that. Um, let me see if I can find it under videos. Fouquet. Um, fuck it all. Fuck croquet. Robin Williams on golf. Robin Williams, fuck you.
2: Damn. Frog Williams?
0: <laughs> fuck you, I'm on a break. The Grim Reaper? Or the Grim Rapper? I don't know. Let's see under under Robin Williams if I can just find good comedy routine moments. There's an entire, you can watch entire like sets and stuff on here. But um, here, we'll listen to him for a minute. Go off on President Bush.
2: That's an easy target.
0: Yeah. On a special called We Are Most Amused.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Now, before I go on, I, I just John, want please. to thank you all so much for making the efforts to be here tonight when you could have been at home enjoying yourself. <laughs> it's the kind of self-sacrifice that makes this country the greatest country in the British Isles. <laughs> now, Oh, yes. Our next act is someone I've actually heard of. An old friend of mine, star of uh, Good Morning Vietnam. Wow, this must have been been a while ago. The Dead Poets Society and Mrs. Doubtfire, yes. A big hand, please, for Mr. William Robbins.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The nurses come out and correct him. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Robbie Williams. Robbie Williams. Mr. Mr. Robbie Williams. Who's a huge uh, singer in England.
2: Uh Oh.
1: Chuck, Cam, great to see you. Yo, yo, what's up, Wales? House of Windsor, keeping it real?
0: <laughs> Chuck Cam. Obama, yeah! Oh, so this is F&D, at least yeah. since 2009.
1: The dream came true. Great God Almighty, matter, the dream came true. Obama, Obama, Obama. Obama, yeah. Barack, which means blessing Hussein, don't ask. Obama, which is an old Kenyan word for Kennedy, God bless us. <laughs> and a lot of Irish people are going, "He's black Irish he's an Obama. <laughs> but he is an eloquent, eloquent man. I know at the inauguration people are hoping that maybe he kicks it up a notch going,
0: What's up, Washington? So this is in 2018. Yeah, this is probably just after
2: he got right now, elected. I'm going to bring out the members of my
1: political posse, in my cabinet right now. This is little Ray Ray. <laughs> This is G-Man Kanye Kobe and Colin Powell, who is bad to the bone.
2: Yeah, he wouldn't handle We're going in the down way.
1: Pennsylvania Avenue with the top down. <laughs> We're gonna build a basketball court in the Rose Garden But we do have to take a moment of silence and bid a fond farewell to George W. Bush. <laughs> yes. It's yes. the end of the reign of George oh, yes. II. <laughs> the reign of error is over. <laughs> America is officially out of rehab. Welcome. <laughs> we have come back. That is kind
2: of how it felt, and the British were all for it. Probably how they felt about Tony he Blair. He a gift
1: to comedy, though. He is a comedy pinata. I'm going to miss him. <laughs> a man who said, I'm the decider. No, sir, you're the president. You make decisions. Decider is what they sell in the little jug.
0: Decider. The little jugs. <laughs>
1: He also said, I am misunderestimated and went, no, not really. <laughs> and you think, what is he, I have to think, what is he going to do after he leaves office? Now, he cannot go on a speaking tour, that's a given. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think he could do stand-up comedy, because he has eight years of amazing material. <laughs> he has stuff, and here's some of W's greatest hits. The question that's never asked, is our children learning? <laughs> I just found out that a lot of our imports come from other countries.
2: These are just quotes.
1: America, a country where you can put food on your family. Our enemies are looking for terrible ways to destroy this country, and so are we. <laughs> and you have to have a little sympathy, though. W comes from a family where the smart brother is named Jeb. So you have to kind of... <laughs> Take a moment, just have a little moment of silence. And you can't blame the economy on him. They say the economy is essentially sound because people are considering buying things. That's like saying fat people are healthy because they might exercise. (laughs) We need help. We went to the world. I like the fact the American government went all around the world and the French were going, I feel so bad for you, huh?
0: I like when he would do other accents. Yeah, Yeah. just... They weren't great, but they were just. Who has
1: like 750 billion dollars they can spare? And I'm going. The only people in the world are the Saudis. The Saudi. Can you spare seven? I will give you 750 billion dollars. All I want is a picture of Angelina Jolie, and Louis Walsh. <laughs> I changed that uh, reference no, no, for that was... England. Thank God that worked. Thank you. <laughs> but it was the economy, the whole thing, and the whole debate. Basically, it was we had Obama, Fresh Prince, McCain, Uncle Fester on the Adams Family. <laughs> And the debates were so amazing. The first debate, two people speaking in complete sentences after eight years of W. I was going, "Thank you, God!" I was beginning to think our electoral process was like the Special Olympics of politics. I was like, "No!" The second debate, McCain started to get a little like mm, that one. That no. one. And then the third debate, oh wow, McCain was just like that mm-hmm. He starts to look like your uncle who's on a new drug and he hasn't got the dosage right. <laughs> <laughs> and you find him wandering around the mall going, I've got a plan!
2: <laughs> <laughs> I
1: know where the plumber is, I'm not going to tell you yet! <laughs> Where's the plumber? Where's Joe? Where's the plumber? Get in the car, Uncle John. Get in the car. <laughs> but it was pretty wild, that whole concept. What is he doing there? That's like, and where? Where did they get Sarah Palin? Where did they find... <laughs> Wow.
0: an easier target.
2: Yeah. It's somehow easier than Bush himself.
1: Did Ronald Reagan have a kid with posh spice? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, she! She came from some sort of reality show, Project Running Mate. Here she comes! Here comes Sarah. Her hobbies are breastfeeding and helicopter hunting. <laughs> She could skin a moose and balance a budget. Come on down. <laughs> With that shucks and all kind of, oh my gosh, you know shucks. Out. Polar bears are not endangered. They're just unlucky. Come on. <laughs> and it was pretty amazing, too. The last few days of the election, she let her hair down. She took her glasses off. I thought the last day she'd just be like, <laughs> check it out. Rip her top off. How do like my <laughs> northern slopes now, boys? <laughs> drill, baby, drill, drill. <laughs> sitting at home the whole time going where was she when i was in office
2: (laughs) anyway we'll we'll cut
0: it there because it goes on for a few more minutes but if you need to check it out it's on youtube as robin williams exclamation point destroys president bush which that was like a moment of it but yeah well there you go folks uh robin williams rest in peace he will be missed he will be final thoughts Final just thoughts, tough, Jerry. It's Tough
2: to see. Like he's he's one of those celebrities who you kind of like feel like you're friends with. Yeah, he's just, just always been there. You see him there. in so many goofy movies. And he's he's been, around been around a long around. He's kinda, he's, I guess that's kind of how I felt about uh, Chris Farley. Yeah, you know you've you've seen him in so many of those buddy movies. You kind of feel like you're friends with him. and then and to see like him this go this out reminded the way he went of, out. This by, reminded
0: me of like Phil Hartman or Chris Farley dying because extremely funny people, extremely likable.
2: Yeah, but at least, I mean, Phil Hartman didn't exactly shoot himself.
0: No, he was murdered. And Chris Farley was sort of murdered by drug addiction and unhealthy lifestyle. But um, you could say that Robin Williams would, would maybe, I don't know what exactly what the situation was, but maybe, in a round of speaking, a way of speaking, murdered by his own depression. It's a it's a monster that takes people over. It's it's not.
2: Yeah, but it's I mean, this is 2014. There's ways to treat it, too. Not everybody gets treated successfully, obviously. No. Um, anyway. I mean, there's things you can do, but I mean, it just boils down to whether or not you want to. I think
0: I'm going to go check out some of the movies I haven't seen of his to kind of round out the collection in my mind. Yeah, maybe. That's um, probably a good idea. Probably won't revisit Hook. I've seen it a good dozen times or so. Um World According to Garp. It's check a good that one. one out. A, That's a good one. It's, a, it's another serious role, but there's funny parts in it. Yeah. And um, and it's a, a really interesting story. Who wrote that? It's an old story, right?
2: Yeah, I don't remember. I can't
0: remember. It's some semi-famous writer uh, of old or something like that. But there you go. Days of yore. This is uh, episode 21 is dedicated to the memory of Robin Williams. Everybody go, uh, you know, watch Aladdin or something like that. Go, at least, go, at watch, the very least. go
2: watch your favorite Robin Williams movie and then celebrate the man.
0: Yeah. And with that, we will sign off. Uh, This is Mike coming at you And uh, Rob over there Say goodbye Rob
2: Goodbye Rob
0: And we'll catch you next week on the flip side
2: Nanu nanu